Hi, this is Talia Toha with You Reach Revolution, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 203 of Chasing Dreams. Guys, 203, that's crazy, that's crazy. And I have for you a fun guest, Talia Toha. She's a brand and business strategist for busy entrepreneurs looking to more strategically manage their business and grow their brand. With Demand, Talia is currently launching her website where she shares practical techniques for entrepreneurs looking to get their brand strategically positioned without selling their souls to the expectations of social media, which is a tall order, but she's taking on the challenge. Unlike most brand experts, Talia does not believe that social media is the be-all, end-all. In her free time, she loves exploring new food trends, and she was kind enough to reach out and talk to me a little bit, Brand, and I was like, you know what? You should come on the show. We should talk about this. And so she's here today. Talia, how are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Amy. Yeah, I was so happy when you reached out, and you know, I thought... I told myself, you know, I wasn't going to do any more business stuff. So when we we talked, I was like, you know what? This is a, <laughs> this is an interesting angle because one, you said something that was of interest. One, social media isn't the end all be all. You also said that you're unlike most brand experts who say the opposite. I was like, yeah, you're a rare gem right there. You're a rare gem. And for me, social media is scary. It is. So yeah. I was like, let's see what we can do and talk about this because I think. When we talk about a person's brand, it's more than just business. And when we talk about brand uh, positioning, a lot of people think social media. So it was an interesting angle that um, you brought. And I was like, okay, let's talk about this. But before we can talk about that, we got to get to know you a little bit. So Yeah, for sure. We got to bring yeah. out the questions. <laughs> the box. Yeah, the, the box case. of questions. The Are you ready? Rest. I'm ready. <laughs> Are you ready? All right. Which childhood friend would you like to reconnect with? Ooh, um, uh, I have a friend named uh, Susan, and she's real cool. I think she was way ahead of her age when I, we were first graders. And I remember I went to her for, you know, advice on my parents and how to deal. It's, it's beyond me. I haven't really spoken to her in, gosh, maybe like 20, 25 years now. Wow. Which, um, but she was... I, can, I think she kind of stuck with me in that she was just, yeah, she was, she just stood out. You know, she just really stood out in that. I always play with all my friends, but she was one where, you know, I, I play with her, but then I told her everything, including, I mean, I have a twin sister mm-hmm. and we just, you, know, you and I just discovered this. Um, I love my twin sister and she's my best friend, but this other gal, you know, cause you're comfortable with your sister. Sure. Right? You don't always tell her all of these things that you don't, you're not even aware of and she was just um she was just beyond i think a sister at that point now obviously we don't speak anymore so that's that's one time yeah time is 
um, one of those things and distance as well. You know, obviously we don't live around each other, but I guess now with the internet and everything, it should be pretty easy to, to track her down. Susan, if you're listening, it's time to reconnect. Yes. Let's do it, girl. Come on. It's time to (laughs) reconnect. Come back together. All right. Let's see what else we got. Ooh, what is the best meal your mom has cooked? Oh, this is, um, so she makes the best, uh, she doesn't, so here's the thing with my mom, she actually doesn't cook too, too much, but when she does, it's really amazing, and um, it's fried rice, I gotta say, I'm like a fried rice girl, that's like my comfort food. You're after my own heart here. (laughs) Yeah, it's just amazing, and she just, you know, she, she, and she always does it differently, you know, how like, sometimes your mom, you know, they, they do things repetitiously, I do this now. But she would um, just fashion things from leftovers, you know, like barbecue meat, and sh- you know, shoving it into the into the um, fried rice. It just makes it special each time, but always with a signature kind of flavor, which nice, um, yeah, which I love. So now, mom, you know, send me some fried rice. <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to listen to this, mom. Can you send me some too? Yeah, I'm in Maryland. Fried rice. Right? Yeah. yeah. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Talia, what is the prettiest landmark in America to you? Ooh, okay. This is cool. Um, this is interesting. Okay, so I've been to a few things in, are you talking about like continent, continental United States or like the... I'll let you choose. Okay. I'll let you choose. Because I've been to a few things in Canada where it's, you know, really spectacular. Uh, but I want to say recently, uh-huh. I went to Colorado. Colorado is, is not too far from where I am. And we went to the Aspen area and, um, and, and there is this, uh, I mean, there's just this beautiful, it looks like Switzerland. I've been to Switzerland before and this is one where I go, wow, this is like um, really amazing. And I think it's called, uh, for some reason, it, the name escapes me, but it's like a two bells. And I think it's a bell something. It's around Aspen area though in Colorado. So if you guys are looking um, just click Aspen and you can find um, uh, this uh, this site and I'll it'll come to me, but it's really spectacular. My number two spot in the United States the continent of the United States would be, I would have to say the Canadian Rockies, which is a little bit further north. So Banff area, you know, Calgary. Area. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Have you been? Uh, I have friends there. It's yeah. I mean, it's just so great. And um, it's getting a little bit more commercialized and there's a lot of people who are uh, you know, when I was there, there were a couple of tour buses. So you really have to look far to mm-hmm. get this really nice secluded view. Um, but you can still do it, which is, you know, we did like a um, Aspen Trail hike, which, which we, uh, yeah, really enjoyed. It was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, was, All right. Yeah. Last question for this. Are yeah. you easy or hard to please? Um, depends on what, I guess. I'm picky about certain things. and I, I don't know. I feel like the way you answered that was the answer in and of itself there, Talia. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. I'm pretty picky about, I have a high standard, um, you know, to for my own work. But my husband always says that I'm one of the most, you know, the, the lowest maintenance gal as far as wife, you know, is concerned. I don't really you know, kind of, uh, there's certain things that he mentioned to me that I, it, apparently I'm pretty easy in that regard. But when I'm picking, uh, you know, when I'm doing my business, it's it's a little bit, uh, little bit more difficult to please, I guess. Okay, that's that's, that's a yeah. fair. That's yeah, fair. Come on. All right. Okay. 
Well, it's time for rapid fire, which means yeah. that you have 30 seconds. 30 seconds to pick this or that. Are you ready? Okay, do it. All right. Let me bring this over so I can see you. All right, 30 seconds is on the clock. Can you see the timer? I can. All right, ready, set, go. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Text message or call? phone call? Call. Day or night? Day. Sweet or salty? Salty. Pumpkin pie or apple pie? Ooh, this is a tough one, but I want to say apple. Ooh. Chain <laughs> restaurant or local restaurant? Ice cream or frozen yogurt? I have to pick between two. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I'm going to go ice cream. I'm sorry. Frozen yes. yogurt. I love you, but I'm going to go ice cream. <laughs> All right. There we have it. Oh, that's so much fun. That's it. Let's that see what we got. Fun. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not bad. Nice. The average <laughs> is nine, but you were pretty close. Okay. I think the I'm ice cream, the pie. Yeah. the pie and the ice cream threw you off. <laughs> yeah, you threw you off really there did. for a second. I really had to focus a little bit there. Yeah, I know it's tough though. It's a tough decision. You know, we we don't <laughs> we ask the hard hitting questions here at Chasing Dreams. <laughs> right. yeah, so, what about you? It would be ice cream or froyo? Uh, I would do ice cream. Yeah. See, just old school. I just yeah, classic. Classic. Good. It's it's to me. It's it's all ice cream. It's tough to make froyo at home. So I'm. I love the fact that you can just, you know, open your freezer and get get your ice cream. There you have it. Yeah. So, yeah. Talia, how did you get into branding? Like when you were young, teenager, did young Talia <laughs> was was brand, branding's in my future? No. <laughs> so how how does that even come about? So, and it actually, um, I'm glad you asked, Amy, because it's actually all really organic and. And it's not until in recent years that that's become a specialty. Mm -hmm. uh, by by trade, I was actually I've always been in the construction industry. Uh, off of college, I was an architect, and after architecture, I did some real estate development, financial analysis, and even today, I still do some commercial real estate. That's actually where I then got introduced to uh, you know national brands be it you know local chains that then become multi-unit operators and then also um now you know seven figure national brands that are already established and have hundreds and thousands of locations and having worked with them it kind of started to organically snowball into this you know just one-on-one -on -one with people execs and you know ceos and um, you know, even just operations folks within those organizations that started asking me questions about the business, um, about their side businesses, how they can grow their brand, their personal brand within the organization, or maybe their own side hustle. So you became a go-to person? It kind of became, yeah, it kind of became this uh, relationship where you discuss not just their particular work, but other business strategies. Mm. And then within the business strategy component, you start to look at because everybody wants, as far as businesses are concerned, whether you're doing, you know, podcasts, you're, uh, you know, you're a blogger, you're um, an online course creator, you know, whatever it is, or just a corporate, um, you know, employee, mm -hmm. uh, you're always trying to better and perfect yourselves in a certain way. And, um, and that's when, you know, you have to kind of think about how to strategically position yourself, whether it's just by um, making the right choices and letting go of the wrong choices, making certain leaps within your business, whatever that might be. Um, it just became kind of this, 
relationship that started to, you know, gain momentum, I guess. And most of that work I've always done on a one-on-one basis. And that's why when you mentioned rapid fire, text or call, easy. It was, you know, it, it, call is preferred. Text, I'm, I'm good with text, not a problem. Right. But if I have a choice and time is unlimited, um, call is my go-to. Just because your, you know, connection is made you know, I can see you, Amy J, and suddenly, like, I feel much more connected. And that's great. You know, sure. and then also, if you think about, um, if you even just think about, you know, food, right, that you and I were just talking ice cream, uh, you know, there's always personas, there's always something that's attached, even when people are, uh, their businesses are positioning themselves in the marketplace, they use mascots, they use, you know, certain people, um, ambassadors, you know, yeah. who Leo does tag cure, you know, like the, the watch and all of these things. Um, and there's a reason for that because personality and a person goes much further than numbers. Like we don't care for numbers. We, you know, numbers are great. Um, products, great offerings, great, but we, you know, it's people, right. Or personas or characters that, um, that are attached to those names. So, um, and in doing so, it just became one of these things where like one of my clients who, um, who again, went through that transition with me where sure. we kind of worked on another project and then now we're starting to, they're looking at another business and, um, and starting to kind of, you know, pick my brains on business and brand. That's, you know, they, he was asking me the other day, he's like, well, what do you think? Should I diversify? Should I do all these things? And I go, that's completely up to you. I think if you can separate yourselves from your businesses and and you want everything to fall under one umbrella like for instance you amy like you have multiple like you don't just do the podcast there's a few other things right and um and as long as that is congruent and and consistent with what you're wanting to do that's great but it's usually when you're starting to feel like you're being pulled apart and you're no longer yourself um that's when it's it starts to uh, create friction so, um, and you see that with everybody, right? I mean, you it's hard to avoid. With, yeah. 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 Cause I mean, it, it just time itself, right. You have the 24 seven that, um, that's given to you. Usually that's why usually within one person, one brand, one group of, uh, of business, usually people have maybe two or three things that they're known for. And then everything else is kind of a, a marginal item, which is perfectly fine. Um, so anyways, uh, I got a little, you know, far ahead there. I know you had one question and I went, I took it a whole other uh, direction, but it's, it's, you know, and that, so that's how I got into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so the thing that interests me about um, when we started talking was brand. And sometimes we automatically, and with reason, think brand, we think business, right? It's hand in hand, but I think sometimes brand can also be a reflection of an individual, Absolutely. Regardless of the business. And that's what interested me about the things we were talking about. And even what you were talking about just now and how personality trumps uh, an impersonal text message. And Absolutely. right. And so <clears throat> one of the things I wanted to talk about is and you have this interesting perspective of not necessarily going with the status quo and what people say. Right. You don't necessarily need social media um, and you don't necessarily have to do things in a certain way. And so for those who are listening and are trying to figure out their brand, their identity, right? It may not be business. And I want to make sure everyone understands that's okay. 
in a world where everything seems to be going business, that's okay. Talia, what would you say uh, is important for them to kind of define themselves and their brand? Absolutely. No, that's a great question. So I think even in business, your that should be the focus, what you were just touching upon. So you hit it right in the bullseye there, Amy, that anywhere, you know, everywhere you are, whether you're within the construct of your family, friends, you know, your, I don't know, lunch bunch, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, you know, That's whatever. a good name. Yeah, lunch bunch, um, you know, uh, mom groups, uh, whatever that might be, you know, you're you. And I think the most important thing that everybody needs to remember is that you need to highlight certain aspects of yourself that you already have. So it's nothing that you need to do extra work for. Um, you know, it's just kind of softening and, um, you know, redef- not redefining, but just making that definition of yourself a little bit more clear. That's all that it is. And whether it's in business or as a person, mm-hmm. I I have this um, technique that I uh, use and have shared with multiple people who have worked with me called the, it's called branch you know, creation triangle, but this applies on a personal uh, basis as well, where essentially the, um, the, the steps to kind of creating that definition that you're talking about, Amy, is literally threefold, right? Like, uh, I mean, there are other parts within that three sure. steps, but really just the three. So the first one is what I call, I, I dubbed it essentially flashlighting. The second one, and I'll go into it a little bit. The second one is highlighting. And the third one is uh, spotlighting. Okay. So the flashlighting is really where, you know, you're looking out to people around you, you know, people who know you, your friends, your, um, even your coworkers, you know, people at the grocery store. These are people who see you on a regular basis. You actually personally don't actually see yourself all too much. I mean, you think you know yourself, right? But you don't, you're not constantly recording yourself. Some people do, but you're not constantly recording yourself living your life. So as far as who you are, meaning what you do, mm-hmm. your actions, your words, that doesn't really like we, we ourselves only get a fraction of the understanding of ourselves. Now, so when you're in the process of flashlighting, you look out to people around you to get information and feedback about who you are, what they need, and where you can meet to, you know, create this, uh, you know, this harmonious relationship or business relationship, what have you. That's the first step is where you look out um, to other people around you. And there's like these things called the best friend tests where you ask them, um, you know, with just one word, 10 seconds, similar to the game that you did. Right. And they'll tell you, okay, you're whatever, you're fast, you're, you're smart, you're kind or whatever. Yeah, whatever that is. Right. Um, so that's the first step. The and that's that's step, flashlighting. That's what I call flashlighting. Okay. So the second step is what I call um, highlighting. That's where, you know, after you gather some feedback, right, informal or formal, however, some people have taken surveys, like they go the whole nine yards. Some people just, you know, call mom and call dad. And preferably it's more than mom and dad, you know, because, again, they've been with you for a long time. I've done something similar where I send an email. I sent an email. To, Perfect. Yeah. It said, just yeah. answer this. Yeah, yeah. And they would, they love answering because, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, I love, I would love to tell you about, you know, <laughs> what I, yeah, they do, right? They yeah. love, our friends love to give you information yeah. about, um, about you, whether good or bad, especially the ones that are really close to you. And sometimes even strangers, they're not shy about giving information on, well, you know, if you can be a little terse or rude or whatever that might be. So anyway, that's the first uh, step. The second step is the process, the technique that I call highlighting. Where, um, you know, once you get that 
all of that feedback and you kind of, you know, have used, it can be like back of the napkin type of thing where you jot it down. Um, you could then um, look through all the things that they say, all the things that you say about yourself, your business, your product, whatever that might be. And you kind of highlight the ones that you feel is, is the best fit, one that you actually do want to I mean, highlight. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, because you have, I mean, each of us, you know, Amy, you would probably have, gosh, I mean, more than a dozen great qualities, you know, strengths and weaknesses. And which one do you want to highlight? And sometimes it's not, it's not even your, your strengths that you want to highlight. Sometimes you want to highlight what we call weaknesses, right? Which, um, which kind of creates this whole thing about, um, you know, who you are and what makes you different, what makes you uh, you know, a contribution contribution to your um, to your circles, right? Um, you know, let's just say. I mean, even if you think of you know the great Cindy Crawford from the '80s, I remember growing up. There was a time when she was just um, you know devastated with her her little. Oh mold. yes, I remember those years. Yeah, right. And, and and yet that's the thing that people love about her, and she wouldn't know that unless she gets feedback from people around her, right? Um, well, it, it, it also shines a different perspective, right? Because we right. think of ourselves in one way, right? right exactly. Like, I may think of myself as the most funniest person ever. <laughs> it's not yeah. true. Uh, because the <laughs> feedback I got was not that. Um, right. No, they did say it's funny. I did get funny. But, you know, um, it's interesting because like my, my twin sister did not put, would not describe herself as funny like that. But yeah. if she had done the test, I have no doubt everyone would say she's funny, right? Because right. we, don't, we don't always see the things that are true. Right, exactly. Because our perspective is, is fairly skewed, right? And, and we always like to see ourselves a certain way. Our viewpoint is, is actually limited. I mean, we have, we have the brains and the, the ability to look at it, but you just don't, right? It's just life. So anyways, okay, so that's the second one. And then the third one is a technique that I call spotlighting. So once you marry the two, the feedback from other people and what you want to highlight, what you want to um, make it a focus, make it something that, you know, gets you, you know, gets you off, off the bed and just gets you up and gets you excited about, you know, starting your day. Um, then the third part is what I call spotlighting. And this is more a them focus than that it is a yourself focus where you marry the two right mm -hmm. I'm, then, I'm thinking about uh, this as you're talking about it yeah and you're marrying the two uh -huh. and you're essentially elevating not just yourself but also the other people around you with what you have to offer with what you can do so in business what that means is just you know the products and the you know offerings that you create for your clients your customers um, you know, it, that's where the, that's the intersection where they, uh, they consume it, they use it. How does it get make them better on their own stage and uh, make them uh, make them a better, I guess, business person or maybe just a better person. Right. So and there are little steps within each of those three basic framework that I often kind of use and tweak and. But essentially, that's the and that's something that everybody actually is already doing, although a lot of people are not doing it systematically and aren't aware. Sometimes they just stop at step one. Sometimes they just do the step two where they look internally and they don't look at other people. And then um, sometimes they lose traction and they don't they don't marry the two feedbacks, the, the personal feedback that you get internally from the highlighting process and then the um, external one. So let me let me so, ask a, a follow up question then, because <clears throat> you're doing this flashlighting. Right. 
and then you do the yeah. highlighting of it. Yep. And what is the significance of the third step, right? Um, because why why do you think that people stop at step two, the highlighting? Why not go forward and marry the two? Yeah, I think it's because they're trying to not highlight, to be perfectly frank. If you pay attention to, because uh, here's the thing, right? People think that they like to have a focus. They don't always, right? Um, mm. It's always, it's good to have a focus. And some people stop at like year one, sometimes month one or year one or whatever. Um, and they didn't realize that, you know, the spotlighting, it's, it's a stage, you know, the show moves on, it, it, it tours, you know, it grows, it huh. has different um, staff, you know, sometimes you change the name, and sometimes you, you ex- expand upon it, it, dial it down, sell it, whatever. So, um, so if you look at most people, when they think that they're doing the highlighting, what they're trying to do is just trying to do everything that, that they can do. And then move on to the, um, the spotlighting, which isn't really the correct technique because if you um, if you're trying to do everything, you're not doing anything per se, right? Like yeah. it's always good to have like um, uh, you know kind of a, a group of a core core group of things that you focus on. Just because you know I don't want to go to a musical where it's Disney plus Jersey Boys plus. You know, I, you know, I, I think very few people can pull that off. I was trying to, I was trying to picture it. Sorry. Book of Mormon. Like, I mean, how is that musical going to look like? That's a mashup I don't want to sit in on. (laughs) I mean, someday somebody's going to be able to do it, but it's a very difficult process. So it's almost like it, uh, you know, number two, step two seems easy to do, but it's actually very difficult to, to commit to, to say, Hey, you know what? Um, I'm just going to own it, you know, I'm going to own whatever strengths and weaknesses and move, you know, move forward. So I think, I think what's interesting of what you've said is um, whether it's a brand, a business or an individual. So I want to make it clear because what we're talking about here isn't just for businesses. It's for you guys as you chase your dreams. Um, The biggest thing I think of what you said, aside from the three-step process that you've created, highlighting, um, flashlighting, highlighting spotlighting right did i get them right mm-hmm. yep. that's three right yep. Yep. outside of that was you know there used to be that saying i'm a jack of trade a jack of all trades master of none master of none yeah right not mm-hmm. really good guys not really good <laughs> you know i mean i think people think that they will live life better that they will chase their dreams better if they are a jack of all trades when the truth is it doesn't work that way right right yeah. i mean i think that's well, what i get from what you're saying yeah, and it's kind of like what I think, um, having followed Pat for a little bit now, Pat Flynn, I think he just had a Flynn con, right? I don't know if you attended yes, that. Yes, I didn't attend. But, but. but he, uh, and I saw just, you know, on some of his, um, I guess, his, his blog and website that, you know, he, he had, he, he's always been a proponent to, I guess, leaving certain things behind in order to make something mm-hmm. uh, you know, go forward. And I think in Chasing Dreams, um, as a person, you only have, you're not going to be everything for everyone, right? Because you're just one person. Yeah. And, um, and you have limited, honestly, just limited bandwidth, just because you can do all things doesn't mean that you should do all things. Oh, wait, Talia, um, say that again. Just because you can do all things, it doesn't mean that you should do all the things that you can do. It's, 
you know, I mean, it's the same, same mentality as, you know, sometimes treating yourself out to a pizza. You can make pizza. Just it's sometimes it's better to do that. You know, it's just the same mentality where, um, you know, let other people help you highlight certain things about you in your life. Um, and, uh, you know, have, you know, just have a goal, just have a vision, right? That's, that's the most important thing. Have a clear why. Um, I'm a huge fan of Simon Sinek and um, I don't know if you follow. I love it. Yeah. The golden circle. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, kind of, I guess if you think about it, it's similar. Um, so he, and he's, he, what he's doing is, is really important because, um, you know, if you have a core why that's, you're it. It doesn't matter what the venue is or the, you well, know, what. Talia, what, for those who don't know Simon Sinek, can you summarize the golden circle and what, why, or why is important? Yeah, absolutely. So Simon, and obviously, you know, go ahead and Google him because he's going to be able to say this better than I do. But Simon Sinek's uh, motto is essentially for all of us, whether, again, this is going back to Amy's emphasis, whether this is in your personal life, in your work life, in your relationship with other people, you need to have a why. And that is essentially the the core of the circle that will grow in your life. So not the how, not the what. A lot of people usually define um, what they do with, you know, define their life with what they do. There you go. Amy's got it. That's yeah. the book. And, um, and essentially, you know, people say, okay, what do you, when people are asked, okay, what do you do? And you start explaining what you do but you're not really conveying why you're doing it. Yeah. And that's why you're doing it is way more important because um, not only does it make your your path a lot clearer, and you can say no to the things that are not consistent with the why, um, and it's a lot easier to stick with um, the certain things that you want to do if the obstacles, you know, obstacles come in your way. And in Chasing Dreams, obstacles are, they're standing in your way all the time. So all the time. Right, absolutely. So, I love that you have that book right away. Just pull it. Oh, out. I was like, I think I have it here. Let me just check. Sure enough, I do. Yeah, and, he, yeah, and he's just, he's coming out with Infinite Game, and um, and I he has his his books are great, guys. He has a few of them. Uh, Leaders eat last or something is mm-hmm. I think one. Uh, but together better and, and Infinite Game, I think wonderful books. One. I would recommend. Uh, the yeah. thing and the reason I wanted Talia to talk about this is the other thing is. Your why is going to change. This is a, a, a process that, you know, like I've said before, it, there's a time and a season for everything. Your mm-hmm. why in your 20s is different from your why when you have a family. Right. right. So you'll have, yeah, you'll have an evolution, um, which is great. And that's uh, evolution is great. But evolution still has the core of who you are. And that's the greatest thing about this whole process that Amy and I are talking about right now yeah. Is that you're you're sticking true with with your I guess your essentials if that makes sense, and everything else is just um, you know not only marginal but will evolve, which is I think amazing. You know, of course you want to do that. So, anyways, well, I love so, I love the fact that your flashlighting, highlighting, spotlighting is a technique, guys. I'd recommend you you try uh, even if you just go and do the first two steps. And the reason is is that you find things you don't realize. I mean that that different perspective on yourself like if you think you've been shining out these certain qualities well now's the chance to get that feedback of hey that's not working 
Nobody picked up. <laughs> nobody picked up on the fact that you were trying to be selfless. Uh, or you know, nobody picked up uh, or everybody picked up on the fact that, you know, you're a comedian and you were trying to be serious. Yeah, exactly. You, you wouldn't know that. right? Yeah. Sometimes it, it takes other people to point certain things out. And the fun, fun part about this whole thing is it's, it should be fairly easy to get feedback, right? Because people love giving feedback yeah. about these things. Um, but yeah, going back to your question on why people stop at highlighting and don't do the third option, you know, the third step, mm -hmm. um, I think it really is just a matter of focus. And um, yeah, it's just a matter of focus, I think, and knowing your why. Yeah. And guys, you know, the thing is, and I, what I loved what you said about is um, learning also your weaknesses. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a scary thing. I mean, the reason we're asking you to do all these things isn't to hurt you. I mean, that's one, get that through <laughs> your head. No one's trying to hurt you with this. It's all to better improve upon you. So if there is a weakness, wouldn't you want to know that so that you can do better at that and strengthen it if that's what needs to happen? And I think that goes towards spotlighting, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, too. Um, you know, again, people think weaknesses is something that you have to keep quiet. Mm -hmm. You keep on the down low. Or embarrassing to have. Or it's embarrassing yeah. thing to have. I don't necessarily think so, um, especially if it, you know, if, if that's who you are, right, as far as weaknesses are concerned. And again, weakness is a matter of perspective. What you think is a weakness might be a strength that, you know, that Ooh. actually benefits other people. That's, that's a good point. You know, Great like, it, you know, if you think that you're, um, you know, you're not con contributing, like what I do, what I've been doing in these past few years, I mean, I'm in like a suit and tie industry a lot. And I mean, I'm a short little Asian guy, a short little Asian girl, mm -hmm. right? Completely. I mean, people would think that's a weakness, but what I've noticed is that it doesn't matter. And actually people like the breath of fresh air sometimes. And, you know, and people like that, Hey, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're a little bit different. Interesting. You know, let me, let me learn more. Let me hear what you have to say. And, um, and, and just, you know, just be honest about it. If it's something that would, uh, that you'd like to highlight great, if something that you'd like to improve upon also great. So well, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to, do a parallel because it's interesting you say that i just you know in my day job i am amongst people who are in an industry that i do not belong in meaning i was not in this industry it's not my strength it's not my background or anything like that i don't have the experience what i have the experience in it in is being a former employee of my current job having known the history the people the culture i know that and so this industry, these people I'm working with are also new to my company. They have the background in the area. They know all about that industry. But what they don't know about is the company I work for. And so I bring in this new perspective of questioning of, well, why do they do that? Wait, what, why do we right. have to do that? And I also bring in comfort for them that there is someone to help them get acclimated with the company we're in. So sometimes a weakness for me, which is not knowing uh, this industry is a strength because I have a strength in a different area that these people are weak in. So it's, right. you never know. Honestly, when I first started, I was like, you guys had no yeah. business hiring me. And today, yeah. uh, about six and a half months in or whatever it is, I'm like, oh, okay. The, the right. powers to be have some, have some sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the thing too, if you're willing to um, if, if who you are is, is something and someone that nobody else is, 
that's i mean there's always a market for that like and that's again just talking strictly business but as a person Mm -hmm. um you know the world is a big place internet is a big place podcasting is a big you know it's a big space and um if you think that that's not you know important it might be important to other people right it's always and you, you look at people who are struggling with depression or struggling with um, sure, anxiety. Uh, anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, I saw like an interview. I think Sophie Turner went on um, Dr. Phil recently, um, Dr. Phil's show, and um, just confessed like she was, she went through a period of anxiety. And right after she, um, she ha- did that episode, there's just a stream of just fans and followers and people who are, um, uh, who are, have also experienced the same things thanking her and say, thank God that you're speaking about this because um, I really needed to hear this. This prevented me from, you know, going over the, you know, like you cannot, you do not know what other people need, you know? And again, what you think might be a a weakness might actually benefit other people in in other, you know, whatever way you might not know what, what ways that is. I I love, I love that you use that example of Sophie Turner and not that she, but you know, that she, talked about her weaknesses right. because you know it brought out the weaknesses in others to realize that they're not alone and that it isn't a bad thing mm-hmm. you know and yeah, i think we absolutely. struggle with that yeah and it's it's i think um uh you know honesty is a really important currency in these days you know just because again going back to social media people are painting certain pictures of their lives and you only see like a minute version a curated version a very curated, narrated, and it's fine. I think that's perfectly fine, especially if you're, you know, trying to go a certain way. That's perfectly fine. But um, if you're willing to be a little bit different by saying, hey, you know what, I, I you know, I'm not going to pretend like, and you'll see me a lot without makeup doing interviews like this. I go to, you know, S&P meetings mm-hmm. and, you know, um, you know, Fortune 500 company meetings, boardrooms, everything without makeup, where everyone else are in high heels and mm-hmm. like, well, I just don't have the time. And I, I was honest to everybody. I'm like, look, um, you know, my focus and my goal is to to meet your needs and all these things. And it's not on my lipstick. I put I put it on occasionally. I'd love to do it occasionally, but not all the time. So just deal with it. So it's just kind of like those things where. Um, Wait, I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta, I gotta ask. Did someone actually <laughs> ask you? Why you didn't have makeup on? Well, I don't want to drag that out, but I got to ask. <laughs> nobody has. but Okay. Uh, I, I just want to, I'm like, hold up. But we need this. Yeah. There's a look, you know, top and sure. bottom look. Sure. They kind of eye you. And, and I'm like, dear, just, you know. Sure. Relax. I was about to fly out. I was like, hold up. We need to talk <laughs> about this. Pause the game. Um, because that's well, nobody's business. That's your identity. It is what it is. But I get what yeah. you're saying. But I want to yeah. I want to talk real quick about uh, something you mentioned about honesty and mm-hmm. whether it's business or brand or an individual, um, the importance of honesty. And you talked about it a little bit. And, you know, the thing about social media and one of the reasons I have a love hate relationship with social media is it is curated. It's curated mm-hmm. regardless of who you are. Everyone. It's just the nature of what it is that yeah. it's curated. Right. Instagram mm-hmm. shows the best stuff. Because oh, yeah. people only put their bus stuff. You see a picture and the question is, well, how many takes did it take them to right. <laughs> get that angle? It wasn't a first take. Right. People don't do that, right? But what? It, how important is it for, and let's talk about all of the areas, 
individuals, businesses, and brands to be honest in their marketing. Even if it's curated, the putting a honest face in front of them. How important is that? I think it's really important. Well, and that's where your um, highlighting process is, and actually flashlighting is really important because that's that's a direct, um, uh, I guess, survey. You call it survey, but really, it's 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 something that other people say about you, mm-hmm. your, you know, your the person that you are, your brand, whatever that might be. That's why it's so important to do that process in the beginning during that runway period where you're still, especially for people who are just starting out where in, in anything, starting anything, um, you know, trying to kind of figure out what it is that you're trying to focus on. That's why that's so important because um, it's so easily once you're out there to get pulled by, you know, all of these information. It's very noisy out there, right? Especially in the social media. And I don't want to poo-poo social media because I think it's there as far as platforms go. It does good things too. It does good things. Perfectly fine. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone who who you know has a, or want to have a core vision, core competency, know that those are all vehicles. Okay, they're not the you know you're you. Those are vehicles, and the vehicles might change. You know, um, they might Instagram, Facebook, they might all go away, and you have to present yourself in another in another yeah. What do you, you know, do platform. then? <clears throat> exactly. This is why. Um, you know, it's so important to do that the earlier process first, because in, in doing so, it doesn't matter what, you know, what you're doing mm-hmm. and, um, and that you, you know what your strengths and weaknesses are. So, um, and as far as honesty goes, I mean, even if you look at some of the, the best kind of, um, you know, I hate to use the word influencer, but uh, people who are doing the work that they love you know, even Pat, like there, there's an element of honesty. Doesn't yeah. mean that you share like your bathroom pics with everybody. That's not what, you know, that's not at all. Don't do that. Although, I mean, hey. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> He's like, nope. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> you know, Why? Don't. But to, to your point, Pat has shared, using Pat Flynn as an example, he has shared his struggles. He has shared his emotions uh, when he experienced a break-in. You know, even just talking about Sophie Turner in the example, she shared openly about her weakness. Mm -hmm. So I I guess I want to make sure people understand while curated, don't be afraid to show the other side. Right. And that's the harder thing to do. Right. If you think about it. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard to do because, I mean, even if you watch Sophie's interview with Dr. Phil, I mean, she was like, she was close to bawling. And I mean, Dr. Phil being Dr. Phil, obviously that draws uh, people's tears and you know sure. extreme emotions but uh, because he's a I think he's a clinical psychologist right by trade um but uh but anyways but you know the point is it that's the harder thing to do and sometimes sometimes you know maybe not all the time for you depending on your timing that you know doing it's more important to do um the right thing even if it's hard right rather than doing the easy thing and cop out and um and uh, and just kind of hide behind this blanket so um absolutely i just i and and, you know and you can tell i mean amy right she's just so cool relaxed you know she's she's doing her thing so and that's you know kind of kind of as far as honesty goes that's uh, i think that's what's important and about chasing dreams what you want to do is obviously because of those three-step method you're kind of um you're forced to admit to yourself and people around you what you're trying to do 
and what your um and you know what your strengths and weaknesses are and accountability is uh, important people talk about mentors all the time and if you can't find mentors obviously just the one or two people that you trust yeah right is is important to to surround yourself with to make sure that that um, element of honesty is, is always um, on the surface level um, of, of whatever it is that you're doing absolutely and guys i i want to make sure you guys understand that i mean this episode is really to help you kind of define yourself define who you are and how you present yourself to the world, whether it is in the form of an individual, a business, a brand, doesn't matter. Kind of the the elements that Talia is talking about goes across the, the gamut there, right? And so something very important for you to understand and work through. And I'm sure if you have any questions, you could reach out to me, but even more so to Talia here um, with that. Is that fair to say, Talia? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, just to kind of piggyback and echo your comments there, mm-hmm. Amy, Really, um, actually, yeah, it's more important, I think, personally, to focus on your you first. And then, you know, again, brand and business, that's second, right? Um, you yep. first, know know yourself and know what other people, um, uh, you know, love about you, are, are crushing about you. Uh, you know, it's just all those things and, and maybe, you know, certain things that they'd like for you to improve. You know, and all of those are good things. Um, because if anything else, it's a, it's a self-discovery process right? It's something that's always useful. And I highly recommend doing that um, periodically, not just once in your life. Do it, you know, like what Amy is saying, as far as your why evolving, do it, you know, every, however often you feel you've changed or you're uncertain about your footing, Mm -hmm. do it quarterly, do it yearly, do it monthly, do it, I don't know, like, uh, I guess, semi-annual, whatever it is. What's the Um, saying? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything? Exactly. Yep. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly it. And you want to make sure, um, you know, because paths, you know, roads and paths, they lead to a certain direction. What you want to make sure is not you're not taking, you know, um, one step forward and two steps back, yep. two steps forward, one step back is probably okay. And then this little squiggly line also, okay, you just don't want to go all the way back without direction, because yeah, a you're going to burn out, um, you know, B, you're not you're gonna hate your life. That's one way to hate your life. And, and see, you know, what a waste of time, right? I hate wasting time. It just, um, it's, you know, time is one of those constants that are really ruthless. They just don't stop, right? Like, I mean, people say- It knows no discrimination. It knows no discrimination. It just keeps moving and it gives everyone the same, you know, playing field. (laughs) Yes. Uh (laughs) So for better or for worse, you know, and, and, and you want to try to aim for for the better instead of the, the, the worse, I guess. So, um, yeah, so just real useful, that process. Anyway. That's awesome. Talia, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing the insights and experience with our guests, with our fans. Uh, truly helpful and grateful for that. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Amy. So let me ask you before I let you go, what is one thing our dream chasers could do today as they're chasing their dream? One action. Just start, just start. So I think one thing, and you've, you, I'm sure you've heard this. Um, it, it kind of, it's really interesting for me to to watch this phenomenon where people prefer to wait until things are perfect, um, which it's never going to be. You know, instead of starting imperfectly, mm-hmm. I hear it all the time. And, you know, I hear it all the time. People saying, oh, you know what, I don't want to do this because it's going to take me, you know, 10 minutes and then I got to figure out blah, blah, blah. 
instead of just taking the one minute or two, you don't even have to do it all, the whole 10 minutes. Just take, you know, take yeah. it one minute at a time and do just a fraction of it. Um, and actually, imperfect is better because movement creates motivation. Movement creates momentum. You're not going to get a momentum unless you start moving. Um, so as far as chasing dreams, um, start chasing it, you know, and then it, it starts to evolve into reality instead of continuing to be uh, continuing to be a dream. Um, so I'd say just start start today today <laughs> there you go guys progress over perfection make it happen talia how can these guys find you if they want to connect with you online yeah absolutely i actually also have a free gift for your uh, listeners nice. for the three-step technique um i have a little bit more in-depth guide to you know the brand creation triangle so uh hit us up at support at you reach revolution so support at you reach revolution uh website is still in development so it's still in the initial um phase so the email would work better and uh and just let me know that you know let us know that you heard us on amy j and then we'll we'll send you the, the free gift that's awesome thank you so much we appreciate it yeah. so thank you again for coming on yeah. Thanks, Amy. Appreciate it. And I'll see you at Pod, uh, Pod Movement. I will see you there. So, guys, that brings a close to episode 203. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want to find all the show notes we have, please go to amyj21.com slash episode 203. That's episode 203. All right, Dream Chasers. Until next time, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.